Welcome to SC University, brought to you by A Greater Me Foundation. SC University, a research and teaching tool, sharing resources and financial literacy. Hey guys, Carter the Accountant here. Today we're going to talk about Section 179. What is Section 179? So generally when you're looking at your profit and loss, um, there's income and there's expenses. But the IRS requires us to capitalize certain expenditures. And I like I wrote up here, so you have furniture, fixtures, equipment. Those are generally capital assets that we have to depreciate over seven years. However, when it comes to Section 179, the IRS gives us also the opportunity to make this special election where we can take 100% of that deduction today. So instead of capitalizing that uh, expense over seven years, getting that benefit slowly over seven years, we can get that benefit today at 100%. Um, now the rule of thumb is that it has to be less than or equal to 2,500. We just expense it. We don't worry about section 179 or bonus depreciation. We just go right into a normal expense. I used to only do that when it was 500 or lower, but recent tax law, we're able to take generally, general rule of thumb, if that expenses doesn't exceed 2,500, we go ahead and expense that puppy. We don't worry about section 179. That said, if it exceeds 2,500, then we do consider section 179. Can we take section 179 if we already have a loss? That would be nice, right? We already got a loss. We got this, this equipment and furniture and fixtures that we purchased. Why not take Section 179 on that stuff and give me a further loss, a further NOL that could possibly offset other income on the tax return? But the IRS is much smarter than that. They're not going to allow us to double dip. So the answer is no. We cannot take Section 179 if we're already running some type of loss. Now, if we, I have here greater than section 179 limitation equals bonus depreciation. Okay, so here's what bonus depreciation kicks in. When you've maxed out the section 179 limitation, right now today, it's a million 40. Most of us won't max out that section 179 limitation, but we do have clients that actually do max out the limitation and that provokes, boom, bonus depreciation. What is bonus depreciation? It applies to capital assets, uh, generally 20 year lifespan or less. So that's what gives you bonus. Bonus used to be 50%, then it went up to 100%. These tax laws are constantly changing, unfolding. Even what I'm telling you right now could change tomorrow. So this information is only good for the next 24 hours. That's a joke, guys. Anyway, section 179 limited to net income. Like I just mentioned a moment ago, so section 179 is limited to your net income. So if we have a net income of $10,000. We can take up to $10,000 of section 179 to get us to zero, but we can't go further than that. However, if we exceeded, if we maxed out our section 179 limitation, bonus depreciation actually allows us to create a net operating loss. So that's the IRS way of saying, hey, that's why they call it bonus depreciation. It's a bonus to what we would normally give you guys, that section 179 election. We're going to also allow you to take bonus depreciation. Um, this is a little trick I wrote here. You can avoid 
uh, recapture by a 1031 exchange. Now there's some new rules on 1031 exchanges. Uh, you often hear that in real estate. You know, you buy a property, you avoid the gain by doing a 1031 exchange and purchase another property. You could play that game a little bit with assets as well. So you purchase some assets, uh, you sell those assets, which provokes a 1031, well, actually provokes depreciation recapture, uh, but we can avoid that recapture if we sold those assets, we got a gain or whatever, and we use that money to buy more assets. So there's a little gray area there that we could play with, but I don't typically recommend doing 1031s outside of real property because uh, those laws are ever unfolding as well.